Amen. I, uh, I want to talk to you about a family on mission. We're family on, on a mission. Uh, this is our final, um, final uh, message on this. And then we're going to be turning corners and heading towards this Naturally Supernatural is the series that's coming up. We were talking about it. Bill Loader was talking about that. Naturally Supernatural. It's going to be really exciting. Um, but I was, uh, an, an interesting thing happened to me this, this weekend. And, uh, you know, you can either really get down on yourself <laughs> or you can laugh at yourself. You really kind of have two options in life. And so I'm going to choose to laugh at myself. Um, Tim and I, we, we had our pipes burst in our um, Airbnb. We have a little grandma's quarters, and the pipes burst in that freeze thing, right? That was terrible. And so we got good news is the insurance is going to take care of it, and it's all good, but we just got to put in some labor and work on it. So um, to fix the pipes, I got these shark bites. Anybody ever seen shark bites? It's hard to trust a shark bite. I don't know. So all my, my pipe people, and, and it's hard to trust shark bites, but I've learned to love them. And so anyways, so I bought one because I thought it was only, and then there was two, so I had to buy another one, and then I had to buy, I had to buy, so anyways, I had to buy three, so I bought one one time and two another time. And so it was time to fix the pipes yesterday. I was like, okay, let's put the pipes back together and fix them. And so I find two of them, and I can't find the third one anywhere. And I bought two, and then I couldn't find the third one, and I'm like going, and I'm Kim, did you know. And of course, your mind goes to, I've learned this, I think, oh, I put it out somewhere, and then Kim moved it. So you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, no, I lost this thing. I know it's, it's not Kim, right? And I'm, but I'm asking her if she saw it. I'm asking her, like, Kim, did you see this? I can't find this pipe fitting any, anywhere. And I'm showing her little things like this. It looks like this, you know what I mean? And I've got the pipe cutter in my pockets and all this kind of thing. And so finally I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, you're like half hour. It's like a half hour. I could have had the, the thing fitting, right? $7 and a half hour later, I would have been done. So I'm just like, okay, I'm done with this. Let's go get in. She's like, well, I'm going to, were you going to get Maria? Or, oh, she had to go, she was going to the store to get cranberry juice or, for me because that's a whole nother story. Anyways, <laughs> so my lovely wife is going to get me cranberry juice, and I'm like, hey, can you stop by the store and get me a shark bite? It's a half inch. That's all I need. They'll, they'll get it for you. So she calls me just to make sure she's got the right one. She brings it in, and she hands it to me. So this is a true story. She hands me the shark bite, and all of a sudden, I went like this, and I go, oh. And I reached in my pocket, and guess what was in my pocket? The shark bite was right there. It was right there in my pocket the whole time, right there. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the heck? You talk about feeling old. I was like, holy crap, what's going on? Like it was freaking in my pocket. Anyways. Yeah, I, and then there she was, and she did all this thing, and here I got two shark bites. Oh, well. So you either get, either get like, down on yourself or you learn to laugh, right? But the thing, what, you're like, what the heck does that have to do with anything? It has to do with this, is sometimes we, have you ever forgotten something, right? Never, right? We've all forgotten something. And this is the thing, is sometimes in life we forget who we are and what we're called to do. That's the point. A lot of times, because of whatever reason, because we get busy with this, or we're doing this thing or that thing, we forget who we are and what we're called to do. This series, this family on a mission, is about reminding us of why we're here. What is this all about? Like, why are we on this planet? And I can remember when I first got saved and I met the Holy Spirit for the first time and the reality of his presence, right? I'm just like, no one even 
Like I didn't have anybody teaching me anything. It's just I encountered Jesus, and I was like, I remember this thought passing through my mind. I just want to go home. Take me to heaven right now. Like I was so filled with joy of knowing him. Like this wasn't a depressive statement. This was like, I just want to be with you 24-7. You know what I mean? That was my mindset. And, I, you know, you just kind of have that like, no, not done with you yet. <laughs> I got some things for you to do. You know what I mean? There's a purpose why we're here, right? Why we woke up today. There's a purpose. And it's important that we, and so many times we forget who we are and why we're here. And I want to just remind us of this. Okay, I wanna, I wanna, and I want to talk to it, talk about it in a really practical way, all right, of reminding us who we are. We are a family, right? We are part of God's family. We were just talking, and I loved it up here because we, this felt like family today, you know what I mean? When people are up here and they're inviting people in their house and Art's sharing what's on his heart and everybody's talking a little bit and we're laughing and giggling, it felt like family to you, or to me. I don't, I don't know about you, but I, it felt like family to me. And this, it's important that this feels like family. This can't feel like an institution. Because if it feels like an institution, it's just another business or something like that. And there's enough of those, and I'm blessed the businesses. But this is called, to, we're called here as a church to be a family. Right? We're the family of God. We're his sons and daughters. That means we're brothers and sisters in him. And that's a pretty powerful thing. So that means we have a little bit of an obligation to one another to really care and to to be there and to recognize and to see and to spend time together and to um, reach out to one another and be real with, real with each other. So we're a family, and it's important that we learn how to do that. And, you know, we, we titled this A Family on a Mission. Has anyone seen that commercial? I, I don't want to rent a car. I want to rent the car. Has anyone seen that one yet? The sixth, I think it's sixth rental. It's a new rental company coming out. I, I thought it was clever. I, don't, I just thought it was clever. I, I, we're not a family on a mission. We're on a family on the mission. Really, right? We're on the mission. The, the, I mean, really, in all the missions that you could come up with, it is the mission. I mean, his mission, God's mission, Jesus' mission is the mission, right? And we're all individually called to, to walk out the mission of God, right? It's, this is the mission. And we can't, um, you know, the, sometimes we can lose sight of what his mission is. Jesus talked about it in Mark 16 about this mission. And, you know, there's the end of Matthew 28, uh, you know, going into all the world, preaching the gospel, teaching them everything that I've taught you, that kind of thing. I'm going to read the version out of Mark. It says, and he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. It says the good news to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany, this is interesting, right? I always find this. Kind of, these, are the, these are the signs that will accompany the pastors. No, it doesn't say that, Bill. It doesn't say the pastors. These are the signs that will accompany the apostles. No, thanks. Raise. Ruthie's back there. She's with me. Thanks, Ruthie. These are the signs that will accompany the teachers. No, nope, thanks, Connie. These are the signs that will accompany those who believe, right? So this is everybody. This is all of us, right? These are the signs that will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will do what? 
cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up, up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. All right? So this is what we're called to go out and to do and to live out. Okay, the kingdom of God and, the, and allow it to break in. Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And when Jesus preached this, he, pre- he preached this message in sending out of his apostles and his disciples, right? When he did this, he said, as you go, you guys remember that? He says, as you go, preach the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. That was the commandment that he gave to us. It was as you go. And I think that that's really, really important Because if we're going to understand how do we in the midst of our life actually execute or live out our purpose. And and so what Jesus, there's a dualistic approach. Let me say it that way. I'm going to use a big word. I'm trying to be like Parker. I don't know if I can do it. I'm a a Parker wannabe. But there's a dualistic kind of mission or purpose that we have to have because as you go, as you go, obviously it's not as you go. There's very few of us that actually our sole mission is the gospel and preaching the gospel and bringing the kingdom, right? I mean, some pastors, we have a few people that actually get to live that out, right? Darren, you got to live that out for eight years. How awesome is that? And that was, that's what a blessing to be able to have that singleness in purpose, the singleness in focus, right? to go and do that. But Jesus, like the rest of us, the 99 other percent of us, right, we have to learn how to bring the gospel and the kingdom as we go through life, as we live our lives, as we're teachers and as we're engineers and as we're doctors and lawyers and technicians, whatever it is, and moms. Very good. Thanks, honey. As we're moms, we have to learn how, right, to Live the kingdom and bring the kingdom because that's what Jesus taught us. So we kind of have what Jesus is saying to us is as you go, as you're on this journey, as you have purpose and you're executing something, as you're going, bring the kingdom. Live the kingdom. Walk out the kingdom. Preach the kingdom. Talk about the kingdom. Right? And everything that we're doing, right? So we have this dualistic purpose, right? We have this calling, right? I'm called right now. I'm working full-time at Kayvac, right? But my challenge is, is how do I live kingdom in that space, in that environment? How do I live out Jesus and walk that out among those people, right? How do I walk out Jesus and live out Jesus in wherever you're living right now? Somebody live, are, do you have an address? Raise your hand if you have an address. Okay, very good. That's everybody in the room. Right? So there, you've been planted there. That's your calling. That's your space. So the people around there are the people that you're called to reach for the kingdom. Does that make sense to you? So we have to really, really think about that. We really have to process it because what happens is, is we have this dualistic purpose and, and what typically happens, and let's just be honest, and it happens to everyone, and it happened to us this week. Let's just say it, right? It happened to us this week, right? All of a sudden, the, th- the as-you-go thing that we were, we were doing became the, 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 the ultimate purpose, and the kingdom became secondary. Or maybe even it was tertiary or even farther down the line, right? I mean, whatever that is. Make sense? So we have to somehow learn how to keep what's, what's significant and what's most important at the top, 
at the center and at the focus of our lives. That's the challenge that's in front of each one of us. So you have to think about that. How? And you have to pray about that, Jesus. And it it begins with, we're going to be talking about this in the Naturally Supernatural series because we're going to talk about like learning to be aware of his presence. Learning to be, you know, we, the problem is, is that our, our perspective is, is we're really spiritual here, but then when we go out that door, like the flip turns, and all of a sudden it's like, what do I gotta, where do I got to go? What do I got to do? You know what I mean? And we're just like in this go, 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 go mode, and we forget about the kingdom. We need to learn. You know, I mean, if, if you take that phrase, as you go, Jesus could have said, as you live, preach, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. So we're constantly, as disciples, learning to live on two levels. Yes, we should be doing things. There's, there, there's places to go, things that we are supposed to do, right? We've got to go get the groceries. We've got to go fill up the, put gas in the car. We've got to take the care of this family member. We've got to go to visit this person in the hospital. All that, right? But as you're doing that, learning how to be aware of the kingdom activity and the moving of the Holy Spirit that's happening all around us all the time. That's the key thing. So I'll just give you a good example. You are out of milk, right? You're out of milk or you're out of, out of you know what I mean? You've got to go to the grocery store. Or you're going to pick up cranberry juice for your husband at Kroger. Okay? And you're in Kroger and you're walking through the aisles and all of a sudden you meet somebody, right? And, you, you know, you're like, oh, I know you. I've, you know, you're, I've seen you on campus or I've seen you in the school, whatever. You know what I mean? And you, you stop and you kind of talk for a little bit. You know what I mean? And then... What do we do? We're like, okay, back to the task at hand, right? Well, what if maybe you just met that person and maybe you're supposed to invite them to dinner? Or, hey, I'd really like to get together with you sometime. I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to hear what's going on in your life. You know what I mean? Maybe you can strike up a friendship with them or, or something like that. Does that make sense? Right? That's an opportunity. That's a person that God has put into your life, and that's not just happenstance. That's an opportunity. But a lot of times we get so focused on the going that we forget about the presence and the kingdom that's happening all around us. You know, I, I put this, this in. We have to keep this in mind because this is at the center of our focus. But just as Darren was talking about being a missionary to India, we are missionaries. Every one of us in this room, we're called to be missionaries to wherever we are that day, right? In our workspace, in our play space, in our vacation space, in our fun space, right? In all of those spaces, we are called to be missionaries. We're missionaries to the greater Oxford area, right? So I want to just turn the corner a little bit and talk about how we practically do this because that's very important that we get, you know, what's important and keep that at the focus of our lives and learn how to live in this dualistic uh, mission approach that we, we all face in our everyday lives. But in Acts 2.46, it says this, so continuing daily with one accord, and this is talking about the followers of Jesus, with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food 
with gladness and simplicity of heart. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and then breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. You know, the idea of, and you know, I love, I love power evangelism and I love bringing the kingdom at Kroger's and at, you know what I mean, all the different places and we can, you know, you know, and I understand that, that we're not, everyone else is not at that level or at that, that comfort level of doing that, right? I would challenge you to step into that more and to hang out people that love to do that because actually that's what we're all called to do. So that's my, my disclaimer, but I understand that. But how and what God has blessed you with, what has he blessed you with, and how could you bring that to him and say, Jesus, I give this back to you. What you have blessed me with, I want to use for your kingdom. I want to use for your glory. I want to use for your majesty. We all have a house. We have a place where we lay our heads, right? How could I use that? How can we use our homes as a place to bring the kingdom? They, these believers gathered, and they went from house to house, right? And they shared meals together. That's how they, that's how, the, and it says later on in the next verse that the kingdom expanded and, and the Lord kept adding to their numbers daily those who were being saved, right? As they were gathering houses, house to house. So our mission for this year is we want to get good at this. We want to really get good at this. This family on a mission is our theme for 2023. That all of us would learn, right? All of us would press into how can I, use my house and how can I how can I be aware of this mission that God has sent put me on right I don't know about you but and I think it's important that we we got to stop and go you know because we we're on a, we're we get in this rat race and we're going to rat race all the way to whatever and we're on our, and, and we're going to be like and then we're going to look back and go wow was that rat race really that important? You know, I mean, was it really that significant that I, that thing happened on that time at that day? What was, what is significant, right? I mean, Jesus taught this to us. He taught us what was important. Seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness. Living his kingdom, breathing his kingdom, speaking his kingdom. You know, living that out is important. It is the important thing in our lives. So how can we learn, right, to bring our homes and, and bring those to the altar of Jesus and say, Lord, I, I'm, I'll use this as how you want. And who can we invite? So I want you to learn to start being aware of the people around you. That's the, the key thing. Brian Blount has uh, three words that he likes when he talks about the kingdom. It's look, listen, and respond. We need to learn in our daily lives to look, to listen, and then to respond. So look around you, right? Who's in your neighborhood? Who's your neighbor next door here? Who's your neighbor that lives behind you? Who's the neighbor that lives in front of you? Who's the neighbor that lives to your left, right? Who are the people around you? Maybe it's uh, um, people at work that you work with, right, that are struggling and hurting. A lot of times we, just, we, we see people, but we don't see them. 
We see them and then we walk the other way. We're not willing to respond and say, hey, are you okay? What's going on in your life? Is there something I can do to help? Could we go get lunch? Would you want to come over to my house? Right? And we engage with people. Okay? Christians should be the, the, the greatest, the most friendly people on the planet. Right? I mean, really, we should be. If we're living out the Jesus thing and doing the Jesus thing, we, sh- we need to learn to be friendly and begin to see people, see what's going on in their life, see what's happening around them. We've got to look and see people. We need to listen to what Holy Spirit is, is nudging us. Right? Learn to listen in terms of what Holy Spirit is nudging us into. And then we need to respond and step out in obedience. What Jesus said, what profit a man, what does it profit a person if they gain the whole world and lose their soul? Right? And a lot of the things that we are all wrapped up in, right? Except for the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. That's probably the only thing that I would say that's yeah, that's a spiritual experience. We'll take that off the list. I'm just kidding. Next year, next year, next year. But Jesus is, is in inviting us into this sacrificial lifestyle. That's what he demonstrated for us. And there's joy in this as we learn to open up our homes to our neighbors and to our friends and to the people around us. And what would it look like? Right. I mean, there's four times really in Scripture. Peter says it, Timothy says it, Paul says it in Romans. Be hospitable. Be hospitable. Open your house. Practice hospitality. And that's, that's our focus for this year is to learn how to practice hospitality, right? So for some of us, that might look like having every week you're just going to invite people in, into your home and just have a meal together. And you know what I mean? And you're just going to just, whoever it is, neighbors, friends, you're just going to get the word out, tell everyone to invite everybody, and just kind of have it on every week, right? I know that the Joneses are planning on doing this soon. I know the Antillas are already doing this. Hannah's here, right? The Antillas are already doing this. And it's a beautiful thing, right, where people are reaching out and just inviting people in because people are longing for a relationship and they're longing for a safe place where they can be who, they are, who they're designed and made to be. And they don't have to put on airs. Some of us, it might just be like on a, on a, on a case-by-case basis. And you might just like, you just feel the Holy Spirit, you know, you, that Holy Spirit just highlighted that person to you and you're like, hey, would you mind coming over for dinner sometime? And you're just sharing a meal with them. And it's just a friendly time together. And you're not, you're not preaching to them or preaching at them. That's the last thing people want. But what Peter said was, be prepared to give an answer. That's all you got to do is be prepared. You know, you have a meal with somebody and they go, they ask you like, hey, you mentioned something about going to church or this. And you say, hey, they go, where do you, where do you go to church? And I go, oh, I go to the Oxford Vineyard. He's like, man, I'd like to come sometime. Okay, great. There you go. We meet at 10.30. Whatever that looks like for you, that's what I want you to pray about. That's what I want you to consider. And you're going to hear this for the next 52 weeks, 48 weeks, in, in a different way or shape or form. But we want to you know, press into this. Right? We want to press into really loving Jesus with our lives, right? living out our calling, living out our purpose. What can you, we can all do something. And it doesn't have to look the same. What, you know what I mean? Like just, just 
you know, it's, it, would be, it would look like Kim and I sitting down and going, hey, what can we do with our house, with our resources, what, what God has given to us? How can we use that to reach people and to love on people well around us? That's the question. It's like Somya, who's my good friend here, he loves to cook, right? He's an awesome cook, right? So how can you cook, right, and, 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 and invite people in and serve people and love people with that skill of cooking? It's a good question, right? And all of us have something like that in our lives that we could bring to Jesus and say, hey, Lord, I want to use this for you. I, wanna, I want this. I want to draw people into your kingdom and into relationship with you through this this gift or whatever it is cooking house whatever it is amen amen why don't the worship team if you guys could come on up we're going to take communion together let's just stay seated i want everybody just shut our eyes i just want to have a time kind of like a contemplative time with the lord One of the things that we committed to this year was inviting people to make Jesus the Lord of their lives. Every service, every time we gather in 2023, we want to be mission-focused. Mission and what we, what we do as people is we invite people into a relationship right, with, with, their, with their God, with their creator, which is awesome. So I just want to take a moment and do that. You know, it's for, you know for, for us to really, if for someone potentially to draw a line in the sand and say, you know what, I, wanna, I want Jesus in my life. I'm kind of done. This is what's really important is coming to that place where you go, I'm done living in my own power and my own strength. That's where, that's where it's, it's what the prodigal son did, right? The prodigal son took off, took all of his money from his dad, and wasted it all, and he, and he, you know, doing everything in his own strength, and he got to the end of that and was like, why am I doing this? Why am I trying to live on my own? Things are much better back in my father's house. Why don't I go back there? And that's what we need to do is we need to come to the end of, the ro of our own personal rope, and it's like, I'm tired of doing this, trying to do this in my own strength. I need you, God, in my life. And so I want to give you that moment to do that right now. So we just, everyone's got our, our eyes closed. If that's something, if you want to just make that commitment, say, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord. I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I believe that you were raised on the third day. And I want you, I need you in my life. I, I need you to be the Lord of my life. If you want to do that right now, if that's something that you're interested, just shoot your hand up in here. All you got to do is put your hand up. Good. Right. Awesome. So good. So the way we do that is we just say, you can just repeat after me if you want. And if anybody wants to just make, maybe even if you want to rededicate your life to the Lord, you can pray this too. Say, Jesus, I'm finished living life on my own. I want you to be the Lord my life. 
believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose again. And you are seated at the right hand of the Father. Come fill me with your Holy Spirit. And give me the strength to live for you.